Hello and welcome to From Fear to Fire, secrets to overcome fear, embrace your gifts and achieve success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire, or in this case, possibly a bit beyond. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host as always. And today's quote is brought to you by Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) Knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. I love that one. It's awesome. And so our guest today is is going to be amazing. I can't wait to dive into this. Her name is Karen Joy. She is the author of Lost Soul, Wise Soul, How Challenging Past Lives Shape Our Future. Previously a private practicing psychologist for many decades, she now uses hypnotherapy to facilitate transpersonal and past life regressions. Although she lives in Australia, she uses Zoom to see clients from around the world, which is what we're doing right now. She's co-author of the best-selling Wisdom of Souls and has written other books on regressions. Her practice is dedicated to helping her clients move forward in their lives, feeling confident, clear-minded, and loved. Welcome, Karen. How are you today? Thank you, Heather. I'm fine. Thank you. It's a delight to be with you. Oh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. Now, you know, I'm, I'm really curious because, you know, we have people, all, experts in all different fields here. And I know that you come from the, the psychology background. You were a psychologist for many years yes. and you did counseling in maybe with traditional methods, right? So what made you decide to start conducting these past life regressions? Well, what, what, um, enticed me was simply that people were going into past lives when I was doing my uh, psychological really uh, processes yes and (laughs) yes that was quite interesting because um, I had a supervisor who was a professor at the time and well somebody who sort of a coach and helps you and he um, like he called it mindfulness mindfulness CBT, which was great because I thought, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble here. But of course, as I did it, as I did more of these, and I didn't force them, they just went in when I was helping them with their emotions. So they're going into an emotion. I just get them to close their eyes, breathe through that, really feel that emotion because the idea is to release it. And next thing they'd be, you know, in Egypt or somewhere describing these experiences that they had traumatic experiences which were related to their current life like the triggers that they'd come in to to deal with and I did that for I would say about five years before on and off that came came up in the in my sessions with people Mm -hmm. and then I decided that it was worthwhile training in it and doing it and then I I had both going at the same time. That's why I'm called Karen Joy, because that's my first two names. And I've used them at this business. And I used my first and last name with my psychology business. And you had to have both because in Australia, you're not allowed to do past life regression. It's not, you know, seen as being. Yeah, no, it's it's not accepted process at this point. I hope it will be one day. But anyway, I, so I did both. And then eventually I got so busy that I just moved into doing the regressions. Yeah. So that's what happened. So I think I need, and maybe some of our listeners need as well, just a little bit more information on these 
these past lives. So I'm what I'm hearing, if I'm correct, is that there's some trauma that happened in the past life, and then they come back to kind of resolve it. Is that true? That's true. Okay. Uh, more, things can, can more about that? Yes, I can. And things can, I will just say this, a lot of things can, can carry over from past lives, positive things as well. But of course, when you're a regressionist or when you're a psychologist, nobody's coming to you before all of Because they're so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Because of all the good things that happened to them, they're coming because they've got trauma. So that's obviously the emphasis. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, the way it carries over, I had, I actually had somebody today and she, this, I'll, I'll use that as an example, if that's all right. So she was, she wanted to go on holidays. She wants to go on holidays and she actually checks to see if there's any wild dogs where she goes. And she just she just does that and she did have a bad experience in a current life where a little dog that she was looking after was attacked by another big dog that didn't hurt the dog but that you know freaked her out so she thought that might have been the reason for it but when we went back into the past life she had been attacked by wolves in oh the goodness. past life and she had died and she was feeling foolish because she was a, a soldier, a male in that life. Mm-hmm. And that had carried over because she felt foolish that it had happened. She felt angry that it had happened and, and didn't was only young and didn't want to die. And so that sort of had got her stuck. And so that carried over. Now, what's interesting is about that and how we shape our lives. It had, the reason it had happened in the first place, because we ask as we do the release, we also ask, why did that happen? Wow. And the reason why it happened was because she was very careless uh, or and carefree in that life. Mm-hmm. And so what we're here to do is to learn how to be grounded, mm-hmm. not just to be fully like, we want to be trusting, but we want to be trusting with wisdom. So that life was about developing the wisdom that she'd come out of this situation, which was a castle wall, or he had come out and saw a wolf and did should have gone back in but didn't being you know carefree and kept going and then the wolves were behind him and he couldn't get back in so there was a lack if you like of discernment or wisdom there so that's the lesson that that person was trying to learn and that carries over and so but it carried over where she became too much on the other side too fearful so then we're trying to get back you know the pendulum back to the center Wow. So I don't know if that's if that helps. Does no, that, help? that definitely helps. I always like a good story to be able to demonstrate a point or it's so, so much more helpful for me. And, and a lot of our listeners really like that as well. So thank you for that. Well, that's fine because that's in my book. There's a lot of stories. And oh, cases I love it. I love it. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious though, do we all have a, a past trauma or is it just some people have that oh, maybe did? Good question. Have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Yes, definitely. We do have traumas. And, you know, we have traumas day to day in our lives, don't we? Like maybe not big traumas, maybe little traumas, but that's part of being here on the planet. That's what I, that's what I'm trying to explain in this particular book is that we're here to uh, find that discernment, find that that balance between being spiritually focused and being grounded. Mm-hmm. So we do get challenges as we go through our lives that help us learn how to be on this planet 
and we get to a stage where it's time to start understanding how the system works. And that's why I've written the book to help people understand that. But yes, we do. I think we all do. You know, um, I'm, I'm very curious, but when you mentioned specifically with this past life of the client that you saw today, you mentioned emotion words, you, you were talking about anger and embarrassment. Do you think that the traumas are, are somewhat cemented when there's emotion attached to it? Or do you think that that has any relation to it? Well, well, yes, I do. And, and I mean, that's, that's even scientific, you know, mm-hmm. like we remember things that, that if you, if you read the science on that, yeah. we remember in, things that are, have got an emotional charge. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's mm-hmm. why, that's why they've carried over and they've carried over because they haven't been fully resolved. So there's been something left hanging. Right. Yeah. And so is there something that we can do to help um, release ourselves from this trauma, um, you know, other than, you know, whether it's through you or is there something that they can start with if someone out there feels that? Yes, definitely. If you're feeling trauma, what you want to do is is do the breathing. The first thing is going with instead of resisting. And that can be challenging if you're pretty fearful. So sometimes you do want somebody with you when you do that, when you're going through that. But look, I'll give you an example from my life. I, I was doing a workshop in the tropics. And in the tropics, I started to get this funny feeling coming to me. In the end, I had to actually leave and finish the, couldn't even finish the workshop. They had to fly somebody up from somewhere else to do it. And I went home and I just had to lie down because this horrible feeling was coming over me. And when I lay down, and this was before I even believed in past lives, when I lay down to let it happen. So, you know, I mean, it's like I was having this shaky sort of really fearful feeling. Mm -hmm. And whenever I relaxed, I had it. And I lay down and I was in a cyclone and I've never been in a cyclone. And it was so loud and it was so, yeah. And I was in the cyclone and I'm there. And then suddenly it stopped. I thought, oh, thank goodness. And I thought, oh, my God it's going to come the other way. So, and then I had that and then I was thrown up and I died. I just died and it, I popped straight out of it. Never had that feeling again. So you can do something about it, but it was a bit, it was a bit traumatic, but I was just so sick of it that I thought, I don't care if I die. I'm just sick of this hanging around me. And, and as I did, I did die, but it was just a remnant left over from a past life where it hadn't been re- resolved or hadn't been accepted. It's like, it was stuck. The soul was stuck. That takes so much courage, though, to be present, to sit with that, to breathe into it, knowing that you might die like you're talking about, right? Well, I was not just, really, but no. yeah. But, but I was so frustrated. I didn't know and I didn't care. But I would suggest that if that's that strong, like other, I, I wouldn't suggest anybody do that. I'd say go to somebody if mm-hmm. it's, you know, that strong but the little things that come up you know when you get smaller things and you don't and you you can you feel a bit panicked or something yeah breathing slow deep breaths acceptance is the key going with and so that is you're right though it is it, that's what you've got to overcome and that's why sometimes people go to others to get them to help them so that, that you've got makes somebody so much there. sense I would I don't think that I would want to do that on my own the first time or even you know if it yeah, yeah, I think that it's good to get help in those situations. <laughs> well, because because if if you were alone originally, you see, people felt alone originally. So having somebody there saying, "Hey, you're okay. You know, you're not going to really die. It's our bodies. Our bodies die. We don't die. Yeah. 
So mm. that's different. You know, I, I do want to talk about that, um, that, and that you, you, you and I were talking before we came on about this whole soul's journey. Can you speak mm. to that and let people know about that? And that's something you, you write about in, in this book, but can you share a little bit of it for us now? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. So it's called lost soul, wise soul, because we, as I said, we have these past lives and we can get lost. And when we get lost, it's like we're separating from source. So right at the beginning, when we first come and incarnate on the planet, we're a little bit naive. Our lives um, can still be a little bit challenging. Excuse me. Our lives can still be a little bit challenging, but we don't uh, want to be too challenged. So we want to start learning how to be on the planet. And so I explained that in the book. And then we get challenged with something and we might become a victim or, and well, we're going to come a, be, be victimized before we come a, become a perpetrator, but eventually we can be a perpetrator as well. So all perpetrators are victims before they're perpetrators anyway, because they feel angry, a bit like what I explained before, angry and upset with God, you know, or with whatever, mm-hmm. God or um, our source or whatever words we use for that. Mm-hmm. And so there's a separation that happens. We're never really separated from our higher self or or those energies, but we can separate and say, no, I don't trust you. You know, I'm going to go it alone. And then we become more fearful and more, uh, what's the word, vigilant, mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And then there's the journey back. So we're going down and we might become pretty dark. You know, there's a few cases in my book, which are very dark that were sent to me, clients were sent to me, past lives, of course. And then we start coming back out to learn how to, to learn what's really going on, you know, that we can be wise and enjoy our lives. And that's what we're trying to get to, that beautiful place where we can trust that all is going to be well. And we're quite good at discerning then about what's okay and what isn't. And yeah, yeah so that's what we're looking for, because this is a beautiful place, this planet. It is. And, you know, life in general. But, you know, what's interesting is that, you mentioned this before, so I wanted to bring it up for our listeners is that, you know, from fear to fire. So the, the fear are these challenges, these traumas, right? And the, the fire is working back up and out of it, but you take it that next level you mentioned to this, the, the wisdom and the peace, right? That's right. I love That's that right. so much. Yes. 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 And there still, still can be a fire there, but it's, it's a bit different. It's not a fire of um, forcing things mm-hmm. it's a it's the allowing and the trusting and the energy being there for you you know and so if you want to write you can write and you're feeling that connection if you want to you know whatever you want to do in life mm. it becomes easier it's not perfect nothing on this planet is perfect and nothing lasts forever but it's a, a much much happier feeling <laughs> than oh, a lot of us have. I can yeah. see that. I can envision it and, and actually I feel it from time to time. Not always, right? But <laughs> <That's> <laughs> there right. are moments where I feel that deep peace. Um, now, I'm, I'm wondering for people right now, like today, in today's world, there is um, it's a lot of turmoil. You know, there's a lot of increased anxiety. Is there anything that you would recommend for people that are feeling that or that want to try to reduce some of that? I'd go back to the breathing again, but for, you know, in a very personal way. And 
it is happening. It is it is happening at the moment. We are getting impacted with a lot of uh, negative stuff. That's definitely happening, yeah. and it is hard to hold that positivity and that trust when you're in that state. But if I think the thing to do is if you can, and the energies are changing a little bit, so that it's easier for us to stay positive. But when I say that, I mean if something's negative, in my book is really about if the negativity is there and it keeps hanging around, you really need to do something with it. You really need to start facing it and accepting it and coming to terms with it. And then you, you're released into the light. But, you know, just breathing, um, asking for help, that's definitely you can do. If, you, if the people who are listening who are open to trusting that there's more than the physical, then asking for help because we have we have guides some sort of spirit guides who are there and they're always wanting to help us but they believe in free will they trust they we're all got free will so they don't interfere the darker ones will interfere <laughs> that's what yeah. they're allowed to but the light ones won't but you want the light ones so you got to ask so that asking really for help good. you know here's the thing <laughs> most of it well i'll say there are a portion of the a segment of the population who find it difficult to ask for help in general. And now you're saying, okay, now we have to ask for help from these guides. So there's, there's, you really come back to that trust, that acceptance, and that's what's going to change it, right? That's what's going to open you. That is exactly right, because you can block it. If you're angry, um, sad, upset, maybe not sad, but angry or depressed, depressed means it's repression, you know, you're repressing, repressing the emotions. Those things aren't going to help you in terms of connecting up. So you have to find a window somewhere where you can maybe do something that's joyful or light and then ask for help and they will help you. They will guide you. You've just got to open that up, that receptivity, <laughs> be yeah. receptive. And I like that you said if you if you kind of release and get yourself into that place by doing something joyful. Yes, right? exactly. Yes. Yeah, That's right. Look for cyclical. that. Yeah. yeah, it's cyclical in my mind is that we, yeah. we expect, oh, well, we have to do this thing and then become joyful. But sometimes it's it's becoming joyful allows you to open in order to do the thing. That's right. That's yeah. right. So you can... Yeah, so you've got to find that. And, you know, the other thing that's important is gratitude now, but you're not feeling gratitude if you're, you know, you're fearful and worried and all of that. So that's another thing to find something like you just said that we can be grateful for. So you're looking for the things that you can be grateful for. We haven't got a war. So <laughs> they have in Ukraine, we haven't here. So, you know, we can be grateful for that, for that's example. That's right. That's right. And you're so you look speaking of war and... Yeah you know, disasters and violence. Have you learned anything um, in conducting these regressions and in how to understand why these things take place? Why there's war? Mm. Yes, well, war is part of it. War is part of it. The guides will say to us that wars bring, yes, they bring heartache, they bring death, but then they think death is beautiful. So we don't, so they're not worried about death. They say being born is a tough part. <laughs> Dying is the easy bit because you're going back to a lighter, lighter place. But anyway, so the wars are here to challenge us. And if you if you read about wars, I think there's a book called actually it's Australian who wrote that book, The Happiest Man on Earth or something like that. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's been around. And uh, that was an Australian who wrote that. He was in the camps, you know, during uh, the Holocaust. And he 
he lived to 100 and he he wrote this book about being really happy so you find you you find these things even in war you find people who will be kind or who will you know there's a lot of positive things that happen as well as negative and there's opportunities then for us to do that because if you're just sitting around you know there's not that many opportunities but there are in in wartime so yeah you know that's a good point when everything's okay everything's kind of copacetic it's you know we're comfortable then growth doesn't happen it happens when we're challenged that's it yeah that's that's what it's about and so there's I think you know there's always going to be some wars probably but it again it's changing our attitude to that and looking for the opportunities rather than the negative side of it yeah Yeah, I I think that's really important. Now, you know, I'm a big believer in choice, you know, in in our lives that we get to choose gratitude, we get to choose to breathe into it, we get to choose certain things. Do you think that there's an element of choice in, in why people come here or or anything like that? You You mean like why we become humans? Yes. yes. Yeah. The yes. soul journey. Why, why jump into this human craziness? <laughs> exactly. So, so again, I'll, I'll say my books here because, uh-huh. and I talk about that in the book as well, right from the beginning. And why do some people like, why do they come here? We're invested here. We were got a higher self and a soul self. And then when they, that energy is invested into a human life, mm-hmm. but some people do come from other places and had experiences on other planets. And then they actually, yeah, they, they've had a lot of experience and there's quite a few of them I've had in here, um, helping them with their regressions and things. And they get a bit stuck here because they think they see how beautiful earth is. And they think, wow, I'm going to go down there. And then <laughs> they find out what it's really like. And it's very touching. <laughs> And so that's why they come and they come to help and they come, we come to experience. But ultimately what I've asked the guides, I've asked them, why do we come? And the first lot of guides, the first thing they said was because if you don't, you come to expand, they said for expansion. And I said, why expansion? They said, well, if you don't expand, you contract. And I just left it at that. And I thought, okay, we want expansion. We want to grow. And then another time I said, well, what's what's the purpose purpose for it anyway like why expansion and these guides these guides very wise guides I think it was there was a a, quite a few of them there like uh, one of those uh, we are one but we're 26 I think they were or something like that and they said because well you're an eternal being what else are you gonna do oh it's destiny it's they're saying like we will come here and we'll experience earth and we'll take I don't know a long long time to do that and figure it out like it like you would a game on a you know on the internet that you would play like people love playing these games so we're playing this game here and we want to figure it out and then once we've figured it out we've got we're expanded and we go somewhere else and have some more challenges you know the way that you just described that Karen it, it just adds a lightness that you know because this can get pretty heavy right yes (laughs) that's right from past lives but you just added an element of lightness that okay we're here we're playing again it gives us you know a little bit more of that joy to be able to breathe through it better thinking of it that way yeah that's right that's right that's right and I think you can see that that we are attracted 
a lot of young people are attracted to playing the games and they like to have the control over it. And then eventually we want to work out how do we manifest the reality we want here. And that's part of it. We can do that. but And, and that's the journey to get mm. to that point where we, we understand it well enough that we can do that. Okay. So do you have any suggestions for that or any secrets that you've discovered? Well, I, I would say that that's why I wrote this book, because these clients that I've got in the book, there's about 50, mm-hmm. they, they came to me, I'm sure, for me to write this book. And some of them are dark in there. I've warned people there's some pretty heavy lives in there that people had. I don't seem to get those sort of clients now. And I'm starting to think now that they it was really um, for the book and just to show what it is like because they had these past lives that were quite dark. Now it seems easier to get people to move through that heaviness or they don't even take you into it. They have other ways of doing it now. But that book is about how it works to a large degree. Like I'm trying to help people understand why are we here and how does that work and how do we proceed and what are we trying to do? We're trying to learn to love. We're trying to learn to build in a strength. We're trying to, to be very discerning. And we eventually want to get at that stage of acceptance and surrender where we have learned so much that we're so, and we're so intuitive and so wise that we can surrender and things work out pretty well. So the surrendering. That's, that, that's the end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So... So there is a bigger vision. There's a, there's a plan. There's a plan. I'm sure there's a plan. They've told us there's a plan. And say, you know, we've got this Ukrainian war that's going on that, that disturbed me quite a bit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm, pre- I'm more at peace with it now because we don't like it. You know, we don't like mm-hmm. a big bully yeah. coming in and doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all there for waking us up or waking some people up and you know, getting us to shift and change and challenge us and and getting us to find a way of being positive in spite of it. Mm. So yeah, that's what it's it's so about. Seeking, so so once you recognize that there is a grander plan, then you can start to seek the answers as to, you know, your part, what you can learn, how you can grow, how you can accept. So as opposed to banging your head against a wall and resisting, right? That's it. Mm. that's definitely it. the resistance isn't going to help you much but you know there's no there's no wrong path they tell us you know because we're all heading in the same direction even if we're taking a few <laughs> off routes you know yeah we're, we're all getting there like I've had one client who you know died in the gutter in lifetime after lifetime as a drunk and those lives that you could see somebody in that situation and people say oh what a wasted life that may not be a wasted life that might be a turnaround life you see, so you can't, when you do these regressions like I do, and, and if you read these books and take notice of them, you'll see that it's no point really judging because you really don't know what's going on, you know, at that you, level. You know, there's a lesson that we can take in every interaction, can't we? It's like on a bigger scale, like you're talking about, there's no point judging our lives or our, our, our purpose here because it all has some, some reason that we purpose. may not. Yes. Um, but we can say the same thing of other people. We could just reduce, just get rid of the judgment across. Yes, the that's right. Yeah, that's right. And that is part of the wisdom that you develop eventually is just mm-hmm. accepting and allowing people to be on their journey. And it's hard sometimes when you've got loved ones who you can see being lost, but you just, again, you're there with them, like just being a 
support not getting hooked into their stuff, but being some sort of support that's for them by accepting where they are and letting them go on their journey. Yeah. That's not easy. <laughs> well, it's it's challenging. And it, it is, that's the whole, that's it's one of the challenging places to be in the universe. I've been told, I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds, it seems pretty challenging. And isn't that challenging? And we have emotions on this planet and that's as humans, and that is challenging because you can really care about somebody. And if they're getting lost and you you think we think we know what they need and maybe we can tell them, but if they resist that, there's, you know, you've got to let them go and let them do what they're doing. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's their journey. Yes. It's their journey. Mm, This is great stuff, Karen. You know, I'm sure that our listeners uh, would love to find, you know, you referenced the, the book a few times. Can you share how they can get it or how they can reach you or anything else that you'd like them to know? Well, if they put into the internet lost soul, wise soul, it'll come up with various sellers, like it's been published by Llewellyn. So mm-hmm. it's available, definitely available in Audible, auditory and, uh, you know, ebook and, and hard copy mm-hmm. or paperback copy. So to, to do that, that's easy to get the book to, um, if you want to communicate with me, I've got a website and that's called Life Between Lives Regression. Mm. com.au but if you put in karen joy regression or something like that it'll probably come up okay and yeah so it'll probably come up but karen joy and uh, say regressions or lost soul wise soul you get information and uh, so that's the web the web website and the other thing is that i do have a podcast as well yeah, and that po- yeah well the podcast i just started it a almost a year ago and I'm, I've had I think there's about 20 or something there now and this is interviewing people who most of them have come to me some of them a few of others but they've had they've gone through the regressions and mm. and remembered their past lives wow and that- so I'm talking to them yeah that it's very helpful because they're talking about their experience of ha- having a past past life regression Oh, and some of them have had them spontaneously as well. And they're talking about how that has affected them and how that's changed the current situation and, and helped them. And, yeah, so I, I, I ask most of my clients or nearly all of them if they'd like to come on the podcast. And the people who do seem to be quite articulate and, and really, you know, great oh, to listen to. What's the name to. of the podcast again? I'm sorry, Karen. It's called, I haven't told you that, have I? Oh. <laughs> I'm like a rack in my brain going, why how did I forget that? <laughs> no, you didn't. It's exploring past lives with Karen Joy. Okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, that's so I'd... listeners out there, if you're interested in listening to the podcast or getting a copy of Karen's book, Lost Soul, Wise Soul, then um, we'll put those links into the show notes for you as well to make it a little bit easier to do that. So you don't have to leave it up to Google. You can <laughs> go directly there. Karen, it's time. It flew by. What are your final parting words of wisdom for us today? Oh, I think if I was going to say anything, it's the gratitude thing that for if for anybody, if they can look for things to be grateful for and keep doing that, that'll help us get that lightness in the world that we want and spread that. So it's all about gratitude and uh, yeah, and acceptance. 
That's wonderful. And Help us thank you so much. And then spread it. I like that part too, Karen. That's a good yes, and, and spread it. And thank you for, for having me, Heather. It's been fun with you. And I love your energy and your lightness too. It's very nice to be around. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. You're an absolute joy. And all of you listening out there, thank you for listening. Please share the show. Leave us a review. We love those. And we will see you next week. 